Players Our House, welcome to this episode 278. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey! Hey, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby, a few days after the final game of our season, guys. Unfortunately, we went down 3-2 to two at the stand. Yeah. David was there. I yep. was watching on TV. I never sat down. I was pacing back and forth the entire damn time. Uh, Lewis, were you watching from home? I was watching from home. Yes, I was. Yeah. Um, well, what can we say? There's a lot. To, <laughs> there's a lot to say, and it's all going to come up in the show. But you know, I feel like we're just way calmer now after a few days that have passed. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, at least not for me. I'll tell you guys real quick. Uh, as you can tell from my voice, my voice is is pretty gone. Um, I'll, I'll give you guys a, a quick, uh, rundown of, you know, my experience at the stadium. Um, as, as a lot of, you know, uh, I've been there a bunch of times, uh, already to that, that stadium. Everyone, every time I've been to that stadium, it's been in a VIP sort of, uh, area, uh, thanks to my buddy who would always just give me his tickets. Uh, Bobby, you've experienced that. This would be the first time that I went that was not where I was not part of that. And I just was in the general population kind of thing. I, I Unfortunately, I couldn't get the tickets through the, through the Galaxy to go in, in the supporter area, um, so which we filled up. Empty seats in front of you, too. Well, that was very early in the okay. game. That was very early. It filled up. It filled up uh, quite a bit. Um, but I was able to make it over to the supporter area once I was in my seats. Um, I was fairly close. So the section, just to give you guys kind of a point of reference, the section that I was in um, was very close to where that girl took a shit in the stadium. Um, uh, they weren't quite the same seats, but it were, but, but they were on, on the right side of, of that uh, section. So <clears throat> I was, you know, High up in the uh, in the uh, upper half, but again, we go to the stadium. Um, the 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 team the team of of the people of Los Angeles, the true team and the heartbeat of the hardworking working class of Los Angeles. Um, thankfully, we got to avoid buying parking for a hundred or eighty dollars, which is what we saw throughout the, the the blocks leading up to to the stink. Um, of course, you know, uh, us rich Galaxy fans don't mind paying that, but we don't. We don't ever pay anything close to that. But the team of the people, they, they certainly pay a lot of money to park near their stadium. Um, the tickets were kind of ridiculously expensive. Um, I would say that I don't think I've ever paid as much as I did for one seat that I do for like four seats at the galaxy yeah um so but you know it was a unique experience and if you look at uh i think the conference final they're facing austin now i think i saw that tickets are going from uh five to seven hundred dollars for the conference final so well, again whatever. they're not squeezing for the, money out for of the hardworking <laughs> for the hardworking uh working class of los angeles it represents the true people um, that's, that's what you, that's what that team represents. Um, I would say that our experience going in and out of the stadium 
was fairly low key. Like we didn't run into any trouble. There was nobody that like really gave us a hard time. Um, and I think partly is because I was walking in also with my brother-in-law who um, is a, a huge LAFC fan. So such a, such a dedicated fan that I had to show him around the stadium because that was the first time he's ever been there. Um, so it was, you know, it's, it, it just is what it is. Uh, the other weird thing about that stadium, and Bobby and I really never noticed this before either, is they have a very odd beer selection. Um, somebody, I went to get a beer. Somebody was asking for a Michelada, and his beer options were a Heineken or an IPA, which is not what you make a Michelada out no. of. Like, you got to have Zeresa for a Michelada. So, uh, that was fucking weird. <laughs> but here we go. Let's talk about the game. And silence. So yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, I know. Come on. Go loose. Uh, well, you know, what, what can I say? It was, uh heartbreaking loss in the manner that it happened you know last minute uh not only that it was um you know uh, having scored or having let in the go-ahead goal so late in the game figuring uh you know um this is you know gonna end in a loss and then a few minutes later just you know shifting all momentum back to the galaxy in which they tied it very late uh, to to you figure, wow, this is actually going to go to penalties, and <laughs> you know, the the irony of this uh, is uh, I would have been able to handle that. Yeah, and I, I would not I, have been I was able never to handle expecting that either. Penalties. I knew. I I yeah, was yeah. hoping actually extra time, but I never thought we were going to go to penalty kicks. We talked about extra, it. We talked extra about time would have been benefited us though, but I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. Yeah, I think extra time probably would have benefited us uh, as well. Um, I think uh, we're going to get to this. Um, but I think that we were very close to scoring the third and go-ahead goal uh, until a uh, a mistake, which led to the LAFC goal. Uh, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, it was just heartbreaking because I actually didn't expect to lose in uh, regulation time. Uh, I thought all the momentum shifted to us. Um and so uh, accepting the defeat was, uh, or at least in the manner that in which it happened, was ve- very difficult. Um, that being said, you know, I, as disappointed and as angry and as you know, uh, essentially heartbroken as I was, I said to myself, you know what? It was a good game. Like It, it was. It was a good game. It was, it, it was a really was good a game. Very even game, too. Um, it was, uh, it, I, I think it will go down as an instant classic. It, I, I, I think there's maybe like a handful of games that El, El Trafico has produced that haven't been classics. Um, uh, but you know, maybe overall, maybe, one. <laughs> maybe yeah, one, maybe two. The, the, yeah. The, the, the MLS is back game. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is that one. one yeah, I, I think that's the one that kind of comes to mind. But I, I could have sworn the LAFC like did that twice to us that year. Wasn't there a zero zero somewhere? No, 
No, there was never a zero zero. There was a two zero where we where we won the Stang. Yeah, that was the first game back after the MLS is back tournament where we thought we were gonna get smoked again. But I could have sworn that there was another game in that that year that was something similar because I know we had lost six two. I thought they did it one more time. Maybe I was wrong. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know you add to the. Uh, the history you add to the rivalry which is you know it which is a good thing you, you if you're a neutral if you didn't enjoy that game i don't know what to tell you <laughs> you know um i was yeah, soccer yeah. soccer just isn't for you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you didn't enjoy that game yeah um uh, but uh but yeah man i mean uh at the end of the day i, I thought you know defensive mistakes you know, you can't make them in the playoffs. You can't make them against a good team. Uh, you can make them against San Jose. You can make them against Houston. You can make them against, you know, all the you New England. You could Kansas City. You can make all kinds of mistakes with those teams, and they're not going to make you pay. LAFC made us pay each and every time. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the playoffs, those mistakes, they're magnified because it could cost you your season. And that's exactly what happened. There were uh, numerous mistakes. I'm not going to take anything away from LAFC. I thought it was, I, again, I think it could have been anyone's match. Um, the Galaxy could have won just as easily. Um, so, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, at the end, what I what I had posted on Twitter was... You know, and I genuinely feel this. Um, at the end of last year, the way we basically melted down in the second half of the season, the way we just crumbled, the way we were above the playoff line for every minute of 2021, with the exception of the final 10, which, you know, is always the most important, right? You have to be in the playoffs in the final minute, or it doesn't really matter. And, you know, I said, I'm not really hopeful for 2022 because I'm not really sure what to expect. You know, you started off well, and then all of a sudden you tanked. It was supposed to go the other way around, you know? And if you missed the playoffs, at least I could say, well, you showed me signs of life. You, you picked it up in the second half. And, uh, I could argue that, okay, we put ourselves in, in a hole. We couldn't get out of it, but you know what? We, we made a hell of an effort. We just missed the playoffs. And, 2022 looks bright because you picked it up and you're going to add some more pieces and you know, it's, it's year number two and you know, we continue to move forward. And I couldn't say that after 2021 because of the way we ended that season. Um, and then here comes 2022 and it's something similar, but you decided to, you know, get hot again, asterisk. You know, at the end of the at the end of the season, and you got to host a playoff game. You won the playoff game, and you went all the way down to the wire to you know one of the favorites in the tournament. So, um, I feel a little bit more optimistic uh, this time around in 2023. Obviously, that's big credit to you know Ricky Puj and uh, Gaston Brugman there, but. Um, We'll probably save this for another show. I don't think I want to talk about it uh, in this one. But the offseason, you know, it's going to be interesting because uh, the, the Galaxy definitely has some to-do lists 
Um, just, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see if they're actually uh, going to be able to do it. And if so, you know, what kind of improvements are going to be made in order to strengthen this team? Because Greg Vanny is already talking, you know, an MLS Cup run, if not a supporter shield run. So oh, yeah. um, Him and it, it's going to be called that. Both of them. Yeah. So. So it's going to be interesting to you know to see that we'll say that for another show, but um, but yeah, I mean after the game, I obviously like I said, I, I felt bad, I was angry, and uh, but at the same time, I was like, you know what, that was a good game. Like we we played, you know, well enough to win. Uh, we went at least since I called the season, like in what June or July, like whenever it was. I didn't expect to get even. You know, as far as we did, um, I think at the beginning of this season, we all said, yeah, playoffs, we're going to make the playoffs. We have to make the playoffs. But, you know, that sentiment changed, you know, midseason. So uh, for them to go as far as they did, it was a um, a little bit of a surprise, but it was a welcome one. And, you know, you didn't go down. You didn't get outplayed. You didn't get run off the pitch. Um, you were uh, – I, I you went back to what I had said at the beginning of the season. We could be competitive against a random MLS team. And we were. So uh, there's things to look forward to, definitely. So uh, that's kind of what I'm taking from that. But, you know, a loss to your rival is still a loss to your rival. It still hurts. And, you know, um, and now we're 0-2 against some of the playoffs. So Lewis, Lewis sounds so dejected uh, and disappointed uh, throughout that, throughout the whole thing. Bobby, I mean, like, well, I what feel are your... I feel pretty Initial much the, I, I feel pretty much the same. Um, I feel the playoff team that we had these last two games were a very, very much better team, even when we had our again Lewis Asterix run at the end of the season. Um, I I thought they grew immensely. Um, and I man, I I was really proud of this team during the playoffs. I know it's two games, but um, I mean the whole playoffs is not that many games, anyways. But uh. Yeah, I was really proud of them. I'm kind of, and I know Lewis said we're going to talk about another episode, but we always repeat shit anyway, so why not? Um, you know, on the off season, I don't know. I'm kind of like scared of who we may bring in and who we might go out because I'm starting to feel comfortable with this team right now, and I feel they're kind of tough. They're 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 mentally tough right now and ready to go for next season, just like Lewis said. You know, Vanny and uh, also Chicha commented. You know, next year MLS Cup, Vanny threw in the supporter shield in there as well. Um, so I feel like they're mentally ready to go. Uh, and I, I'm kind of feeling that as well. Hopefully nothing in the off season or any of our trades or any new players or anything will fuck that up and, uh, fuck our system up. Cause then that's a problem. But overall, uh, you know, the game was good. I rewatched it again today. Yes. I'm a masochist. Uh, it wasn't as exciting as it was the day of, of course it doesn't, you know, that, that's just obvious. Um, it was a good game. I don't know if I would put it at the, uh, I'm not sure. I'm hesitant on wanting to put it up there at the top games of LAFC versus Galaxy because I felt like it was intense during on Friday. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, just rewatching it today, it just was just two good teams playing each other. It wasn't as, I don't know. It, again, it's, we're watching it again on a replay. It's not the same intensity. But, um, yeah, no, I, I Ricky Pooj kicked ass. I think the team did really great. I think, you know, late, late pickups and late changes in the team that Vanny did within the season really worked out. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, look at that's how the ball bounced, right? That's how the ball bounces. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes there's yeah. a deflection that goes straight to the opponent, and they have that chance that they could bury it in. And unfortunately, we only had a few minutes left, which only felt like seconds, to be honest. Um, and then it was over. I was, re- I was, I don't know who I was texting, but I was, I remember at 
at the end of that, the tail end of that game, I was like, dude, they're, they have, they have uh, heavy legs and they're feeling it. And we're looking, yeah. we're looking good. I'm like, please, let's go to extra time. Please, let's go to extra time. If we don't make a goal, of course. And then, damn, we got scored on. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, there goes that. <laughs> um, but I'm proud of my team. I'm proud of, the, I'm proud of the players. I think everybody worked their asses off in that game. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to next year. I'm re- looking forward to seeing Pooch, Brugman. Um, and then hopefully some other players that I hope are back, but yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, like Bobby, you, you said something that kind of sums up, um, how I felt even in the moment. Um, because when it, when, when, when we conceded that corner, like I knew, I, I knew at that point, I was like, this is a bad spot to be in. And I could yeah, just, it's just feel, the mojo. I, was, I could feel, you yeah, just know it. I could yeah. feel the goal coming. Mm-hmm from from them and even after the momentum shift um like that's that's all they needed um so i think my my like you were saying that's the way the ball bounces sometimes um or or as uh as a lot of people tend to put it as said football um that's kind of how i felt uh leaving the game um i wasn't mad uh maybe there was a little bit of disappointment but it was just sort of that like i just sort of had this like quiet kind of like, well, we were kind of playing in bonus time, right? We weren't supposed to get to the playoffs. We weren't supposed to uh, have that late season surge. And I'm even a few days, you know, have being passed. I don't think I've gotten more upset or more disappointed. Um, I actually left the game kind of hopeful for next season. Um, like, that's kind of where I landed. Like, I was, of course, I was bummed to be out, you know, the playoffs and 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 not being able to make a, a, a run. But I, I didn't feel bad, you know? Like, even... And what was odd was there weren't any LAFC, like, fans, like, even, like, taunting any of us that were walking and, like amongst the, the 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 regular groups you know i'm sure there was stuff going on with the supporter section and all that stuff but um you know like for the most part we just kind of walked out very anonymous anonymously um i even told the dude because this, this dude was was uh coming out singing you know fuck the galaxy fuck the galaxy and i told him i go hey dude you guys just eliminated us why are you making it about us and so I'm like, fucking go enjoy your shit. And, you know, and, and that was it. That was like the only shit talk <laughs> that I gave. It wasn't even shit talk. It was just to like, hey, just be happy with what your team is doing. Don't give who gives a fuck about what the other team is doing. Um, but, I mean, you know, like I said, I, I kind of landed on uh, CSF football. Um, yes, I can micro, you know, or... or um, nitpick at the individual mistakes which you will in a minute um but <laughs> overall my my feeling is that um i i left a little bit hopeful that the team didn't completely just you know fall flat i think it was in the way that the game played too because we very easily could have just gotten dominated and um and run over by that team you know it was a close game it was a good game we had momentum. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. Um, I didn't see that any time in the game where that could have happened. 
It was right. pretty even. And but I mean, in the beginning of the game, I mean, we'll get to it right now. I guess. It was all galaxy. It was all galaxy. So go ahead and mm-hmm. launch it off, Lewis. Um, so during the game and up until yesterday, I had told myself, I'm not gonna look at stats. I'm not usually when I'm watching a game, I'm also keeping an eye on the stats, how we're, you know, statistically how we're playing and how it, like it's going. And I told myself I wasn't going to do that for this game. I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm just going to, you know, enjoy the intensity. So I never tweeted anything unless I kind of picked it up on my own that, you know, this is probably t- was probably happening. So I actually didn't look at any of the stats until yesterday. Looking at them, I said, yeah, it's like surprising, but not really because when i look back at it there were times where i kind of pointed that out and i and especially after the first goal so we were in control at least of the ball uh before uh lafc scored their first goal which is was in the 20th 20 something minute it was you know pretty deep into the game um and when they scored i felt that that was their first legitimate chance that they had. I think everyone, every other one was like a half chance, maybe a shot that was taken, but it was like, you know, not on goal or something very simple. They didn't look dangerous. And that sequence came up and they score. I go, okay, LAFC just got a goal when the Galaxy had control of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, okay, that's kind of frustrating. But that's when I realized, wait, we have we even put a shot up? We've had a bunch of possession. But I don't think we've gotten any sort of clear chance. And the moment no. that LAFC decided, hey, we're going to get this clear opportunity, they took it and they scored it, which is, again, what a good team does. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you could make defensive mistakes against a San Jose, against a Houston, against a Kansas City. There were many times during that 11 game unbeaten streak. Where it's like, again, you didn't play a playoff team. You're playing against the bottom feeders. And you were making a ton of mistakes. And if you were playing literally anybody else, chances are you probably would have lost that game. In fact, some of those unbeatens, you got draws at home against a non-playoff team. So that's why I put an asterisk next to that, you know, well, we only lost one in the last 11 games. Like, yeah, but, you know, asterisk. And in this game, that was kind of exploited. Right, You had a lot of possession, but you didn't do anything with it. So we gave the illusion that we were the better side. In reality, I still think it's even, but stats, well, let's get to them. I know a lot of people are not going to like this, but possession, 61 to 39 in favor of the Galaxy. That's obvious. I think we all saw that. The Galaxy held most of the ball uh, throughout the game, especially the first half. I think they kind of conceded a little bit more in the second um, after the uh, the uh, the pressure that, uh, that uh, LFC was putting to start off the half. I think the Galaxy had a lot of trouble getting even into their own half. Uh, they just couldn't hold on to the ball. Uh, so I think a lot of that was given up in the second half. And then once the second uh, goal drop, I think that's probably when the Galaxy were able to get it, uh, the uh, the ball back a little bit more. And LFC, LAFC decided, okay, let's just defend this. Total shots, 14 to 11. So a uh, slight edge to LAFC here. Um, but here's where the asterisks start here. The, the shots were almost even, 
not too much. Five shots on target for LAFC, four shots on target for the Galaxy. So once again, pretty even. Here's a big stat. Expected goals. LAFC had, with 39%, 39% possession, were able to get 14 shots off. And had an expected goal of 2.61. Pretty high. Um, they had five big chances. They missed two of them. So the three that they did have, they scored them. Other side, the Galaxy, with their 11 shots, they created zero big chances. None. The two goals that they did get, we know it was Deion's golazo. That was outside the box. Very low percentage shot. Um, 0.04 expected goal from that shot. So very, very low. And then the other one was Samuel Grancier, who technically it was in the box, but it was like at the furthest point <laughs> outside of like inside the box. So it may as well have been outside the box. Once again, the expected goal was 0. 0.9. Uh, sorry, 0. 0.09 for that one. So again, another low percentage shot. Overall expected goal for the Galaxy for the game, 0.39. That's nothing. And when I saw that, again, I was surprised that it was that low, but I wasn't because I, I, I just remember saying to that, like, you know what? We're not creating that many chances. We have the ball and we're taking like shots, but we're not doing anything dangerous. Like we're getting to the area and we're trying, but nothing is happening. We took three shots inside the box. One of them was Grand Sears goal, which was at the border, top of the box. And the other two shots, one was taken by uh, Chicharito and the other one was taken by, I think, Grand Sears around the same area. Three shots taken outside the box, all in the, from the same spot. The same spot that Grand Sears scored, scored the goal, yeah. Chicharito had one shot and Grand Sears had the other. Other Grand than that, Grand Fury hit the post, I think, on that one. Yeah. And so officially it counts as off target. So the other eight shots were outside the box. And I'll tell you right now, Dayon shot out of the eight, that was the closest they got to the goal. Everything else was behind Dayon's shot. The Galaxy did nothing as far as creating anything. They were trying. But LAFC, I got to credit their defense here. They allowed two really good goals. They, uh, I don't, wouldn't call Grand Sears a golazo, but you needed two low percentage shots to get scored on. Other than that, the Galaxy didn't do anything. At the end of the day, Shut you up. know, it does exactly. It doesn't really <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter because you know it's it's at the I end of the like day, it's like who who wins the game, who's. Who came out on top? I still feel, like I said, I still feel, uh, I, I did not rewatch the game, but I feel that the Galaxy still had a legitimate shot yeah. at winning that game. Yep. Um, well, if like I would said, have. Anyone's game. It no, been no, Bobby. Right. Yeah. Bobby, no, no. Disagree. Hard disagree, Bobby. The expected goals say no, they didn't. So they didn't. The expected goals are is very much. And again, it took two very lucky shots uh, I, I, although i won't call deon's luck i've seen him hit that <laughs> multiple times i haven't but, seen that you know one. i haven't seen that uh, one before i i've seen it that's in yeah, that's in I've his, seen that's it. in his uh yeah. 
that's his repertoire. That's in his his, yeah. his Rolodex. I want to put yeah. that aside of, with of goals. But Grand Seer definitely was. I thought Grand Seer's shot was a little lucky. It was a little fortunate. It wasn't lucky. Uh, it was it easy. Was, it was a perfect bounce ball towards him, and he read it. I, I have seen it. I mean, it floated to him. I basically. have seen Grand like Seer. I'm sorry. I have seen Grand Seer miss some pretty obvious easy shots. Yeah. Not as and, and, no, and not, also not like, as bad uh, as Cabral, but it's I've seen it. We've Grand seen Seer, it. Yeah, Grand Seer, well, yeah, like, but that's saying either everybody. hesitate. You can say Chicha did, has two. I'm just saying that yeah, wasn't that yeah. difficult of a shot. It was pretty vivid mm. on a platter for him. It was like a I, Well, not really. I mean, you still have to put it on frame. And I mean, Grant Sear has always down, tried to. He brought it down well. Yeah. He, he took a good, a good I don't even hit. Think he brought it down. I think it was one shot. He was just. A no, shot. no, he, no? He, he, no. He brought no, no, it no. down to himself and then he brought, he hit it on yeah. the bounce. Yeah. He hit it on the bounce. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it was. Uh, he hit it on the bounce. Yeah, he did hit on the bounce, but like it was like uh, I think it was like up in the air, and I think like LAFC tried to clear it, but it wasn't far enough. And I think yeah, I think that's what touch. Here hit it. Yeah, he, he took, took a touch, touch and then took it on the bounce. Yeah, took it on the bounce. So yeah, the first part <laughs> that we said. Um, and look, like like we we're saying, I've seen Grants here hesitate. I've seen Grants in that situation. I've seen him not take a good touch and and set himself up. Um, but I'll agree that he did set himself up for a good shot. But, it's a good shot. Know, the, the, the work, the work that he had to do to, to to generate that, I thought was, you know, good. He he had good awareness of jumping on the on the 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 bad clearance, taking a good touch, you know, kind of calming himself down and taking a good shot. So like credit to Grant here on that yeah, one. But just saying, yeah, there, I, was, I, there I, wasn't I will much. Say... There wasn't much, you know, like pressure on him either when it was happening. Like the like all yeah, the he, he, players he, were for sure he had space. Him. So. He had space, but I've I've also seen players of, of varying skill sets. I've seen you know the highest caliber player mess that up and sky it, and I've seen the lowest caliber player mess yes, that up and sky it. For and everybody. Everyone in that's an excuse for everybody. Um, I'm just saying this but, wasn't super hard. Okay, uh, <laughs> but you know, look, overall, even if you're you're saying. You know, the Galaxy really didn't generate many shots or anything like that. Yeah, you got to credit LAFC's defense. I've thought that they closed the Galaxy down fairly well. I also think that um, we were sort of undone by getting the Douglas Costa that we were used to seeing before this last late season run. Uh, because I thought that he might have been one of the worst players on the, on the night. Um, he was old Douglas think, Costa, not, I, 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 not I a... I think the first like half of the first half, I would have agreed, but I think he picked it up in the second half. I don't think he played great. It's not like he was. He yeah. dribbled. Okay. He dribbled into opponents multiple times. Yeah, he in was, the first. He was like at the first, fault. He was at fault for that first LAFC goal. Yeah. Uh, for for taking a dive instead of trying to cover the man. Um, it was you know. It's, I, I don't remember if I sent this to you guys. I, I I had put down like you know someone had was questioning why in the world was Douglas Costa in that position. Yeah. Right. We when, when you look back, like I mean, just forget about everything. You're like, wait a minute, why is Douglas Costa on that guy? Why is he in that position? Why isn't a defender there? Why isn't somebody else? Why is literally nobody aside from Chicharito? Why is literally nobody else on that guy? Why is it cost us? So someone was, you know, I'm, I don't remember if I well, said this to you guys. You have others, but, you have others marking specific players, right? In that so, moment. so in the so in the sequence, it it ended up being, and I don't remember this happening uh, until I, you know, I saw that uh, so, someone had tweeted it. 
but apparently LAFC had an 18 pass sequence leading up to the goal. So in doing so, when they were doing that, the galaxy had to switch. And in doing that, you know, they didn't switch back. And that's what had, that's why Costa was in that position that he shouldn't have been in. Um, I don't remember who it was that they were kind of blaming. I think it might've been a Rajo. I'm not sure where he didn't switch back and Costa had no choice, but to, to be in there because Costa is not a defender. Let's just be honest. I'm not even saying like a defender, like on no, the back line. I'm saying he's just ever in his life. Yeah. He should never be yeah. There. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm not gonna just say, look, it was Costa's fault, but you know, it's obviously he, it was his man and he's responsible for it at the time, but it's, but it's still kind of like, yeah, you shouldn't have been in that position. Some, someone, someone messed up in there. In the moment he's there. Yeah. In the moment he's there, he should have sort of, I I feel like he could have done a little more. And again, he gets bodied off the ball. He gets bodied off the ball. And I feel like, and I feel like there might've been a foul there, but at the same time, it's like, no, you're not going to, you're not going to get that call. It's and, and. you know, stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. Do anything you can to 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 make that shot uncomfortable. I still think it results in a goal, but I just I'm disappointed in in the level of effort that we got the decision. But yeah, like I I looked at it a couple of times too and go like, wait, should that have been Julian? Should that have been Brugman? Should that have been you know uh, Delgado at that moment? But you know, ultimately Costa was there. He was in the position. He recognized that the ball was going to go there. He tried to get, you know, in in position, but he just sort of put kind of a half effort into it, and that's where the, where where I'll I'll say that that's the mistake or that's sort of the the fault, and 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 subsequently that's where I feel like you know Costa's not putting in Costa didn't put in the effort that I wish he would have put. I, in, I think in that situation. Uh, I, I think uh, I mean I, I half agree with you. Do I feel with, like with should, the game with that on the line been, against your rivals? Yes. You yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. That you know, under the circumstances, should he have put up more of an effort? Should he have been a little bit more? Yeah, but you, you know, know intense you when it comes that, to I defense. Just, I see him making a penalty. Anyways, like when you guys say that, like oh, I'll just be tough on ball, I'll be on him. I just see him making a penalty. Okay, yeah, you're box. right. I, okay, okay, I can see that too. I can see that too. But, and, it, and it goes back to like, hey. This guy's not a defender. This yeah. guy should not be your last man, like before the goalie. Uh, so there was a, you know, just a tactical mistake. And again, credit to LAFC there for, you know, picking up on it. And you know, it's just it, it is what it is, right? It was it was a good sequence. It was a good ball uh, that was played in, and uh, it was a good finish. You know, um, not really much else to it. Um, I, I I for that particular goal, like I said, looking back at it, I don't blame Costa all that much. I just said, you know what? It's a good goal. It's their first chance. They got it. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So, um... Is, is that, that, was that that goal happened before or after Ricky Pooj committed, like, the atrocity that should have got him sent off? <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll talk about that since you just brought it up. Um, I have... I, I am kind of unsure how to feel about that because uh it happened after by the way because that the 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 yellow card to Ricky Pooj was very early on I feel mm. like it was within the first 10 minutes yeah. I'll double I'll double check but I do feel that it was very early now in a way I feel like dude you can't do that you put your team at risk if you got a red card this game's over for for several reasons you're the, the only reason you're in the playoffs is because of you 
And if you take yourself out, we're done. Yeah. And the fact that we're down 10 men against but what does you know, he do? a pretty what, good team. Honestly, what does Ricky Pouge do? So he gets in he his face. He just does a little like – he just does yeah. – he gets in his face. He does a – he does like a flinch kind of thing. He does, right. He doesn't make contact, right? He doesn't – yeah. He, he doesn't if even he, come if close does, to making contact. If he does make contact, it's not enough for Maria to go down. His so, hair, his hair might his have rushed right. him. Right, he did not make. If he wanted to make contact, he would have. Plus, that's the way. I, that's like the way. Three I feel times it. his size. Right. The other thing about that, I like it because yeah, here is a guy. Here is a guy who's basically ready. Like, dude, this is playoffs. This is my arch rival. Fuck you guys. You want to talk shit to me? Nah, you ain't talking shit to me. Because what happens, Murillo is saying something to him. He gets up. What's up then? What's up? And Murillo yeah. goes down like a little bitch. And so, and, I mean, it could have been. in that moment, I feel like Pooj maybe got fouled. Um, I mean, I, uh, again, like, yes and no. I, I kind of feel like uh, I, I wasn't really upset about a no call there, to be honest. I, I don't remember feeling that way. Um, but I like the intensity. You know, we talked about. You know, Douglas Costa not doing that. If if Douglas Costa does something like that, we'd be all over his ass, and sure. we would not we would not be saying, "Yeah, dude, I love the intensity." Cause, yeah, cause dude, fuck that guy. We well, because we he's done it already, game. and he's gotten a red card right. in like less well, yeah. than yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was so gonna say because we would have won the game, and we would be in the in the Western Conference Final right now. But right. Uh, so you know, I it, it, it's again, it, it's point of view. It's obviously it's situational, uh, but in the moment. I know that you probably could have cost your team and you need, and you need to like keep intensity, but still maintain your head. It almost seemed like they, he was being goaded. Like, okay, let's get this guy riled up. So he's, you know, playing off his game or maybe I can, yeah, bait him into getting a yellow card or red card or something. And in this particular case at work, no harm done. It was yellow and nothing else happened. He stayed in the game. He didn't pick up another yellow. I don't think he tailed off his performance. I don't think he like started playing safe or anything. He, he continued to do what he normally does. So like not really any harm done, but I like the fact that he was like, like, dude, you can talk shit. Let's go then. Yeah. You know, like, I ain't gonna take that shit. Like, dude, I love that. I fucking love that. So uh, at the end of the day, I actually wasn't mad at Ricky for doing that. I kind of commended for him. I go, yep, let's go. Because if anything, hey, maybe that fires everybody up. You know, maybe you take it to another level. Maybe they say, okay, fuck it. Let's go. Come on. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't really think he lost his mind there. I actually uh, kind of like that. Uh, and that's just me personally. Um, so all right, so uh, LAC goes up one nil. Took us a while, as I said. You know, we we didn't create anything massive. Um, it wasn't until right before halftime. And he, here's another talking point that I'm going to get to. We score. Samuel Garcia scores his goal in the 44th minute. That's right before halftime. And usually, that's pretty demoralizing for the other team, right? You're about to go into halftime. You're about to go in a lead. Uh, you're, you're about to go into halftime with the lead. Your opponent scores on you. You can hold on for the final few minutes, right? As Galaxy fans, we know that. We know how that is. Like, dude, defend for the final five minutes. What is it with us leaking goals in the final five minutes, right? So we know what that's about. So we were able to do that. We were able to score right before halftime. Whatever momentum is there, we'll take it right back, right? We'll go into halftime. Hey, we're tied up. We have our front foot forward. We're the last team to score. Let's continue that, right? Unfortunately, 
the Galaxy gave it right back. Because, what, two minutes of injury time, I believe? I don't think it was that much more. I think maybe two, three minutes of injury time were added in that first half. And in that short amount of time, when you would think that LAFC is just demoralized and they're just kind of like, I just want to get into halftime. The Galaxy commit a foul. I think watching it on replay, it looked like Carlos Vela dove. He sold it. He sold it very damn well. Raheem Edwards tries a slide. I still think it's it was uncalled for. I don't think you needed to slide tackle in that situation. Vela sells it. The initial call is a penalty. They look back at it. They say, nope, it's right outside the box. And all of a sudden, LAFC could regain the lead right back in yeah, those that, two minutes before halftime. Moment. And so uh, luckily, you know, didn't do anything. Hit the, the, the free kick, which is very dangerous, hits the wall, and then we go into halftime. That seemed to be, you know, the case, right? The, the, the rest of the way for both teams. You score, I score. LAFC scores one. Five minutes later, the Galaxy scores one. Guess what? Five minutes later, LAFC scores one. We, we, the moment that a team sees the momentum, the other one quickly stopped it. Um, which, again, was the mark of a good game, um, especially if you're a neutral. Um, it's frustrating for, you know, us being on the losing side of it. Um, but that's the way the game played. And that, that was one thing I was upset at the galaxy. Like, dude, once you, you basically rose back from the dead, but you gave it right back, like instantly. Um, and I don't want to say they gave up. It's not like, oh yeah, we won. We don't have to play anymore. That wasn't the case. It was just, you know, as you said, CSL football, uh, CSL football. So, um, and then, of course, the second goal, Dayon comes in. He scores, was it, a minute and a half? Yeah. Um, after being subbed on again, a very, very quick goal to put. I mean, I remember screaming at the top of my lungs when Dayon hits this. Okay, I'm losing my shit when this is, Dayon this hits this. This is why my voice is gone. Yeah, yeah, right. I lost my shit, too. I'm pretty sure my neighbors I, were like, who the fuck is getting murdered in that house? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I mean, the door was open. I was yelling, I was screaming. My mom knew obviously because of what I was, you know, yelling, whatever. She was like, what the hell just happened? And I had um, you know, I, I was just going berserk. And of course, I will keep to myself how berserk I went after LAFC scored the next goal. I'll keep that to myself. But uh but yeah, I, I was losing my mind after that goal. I was like, and at that moment I said, win this game. We're gonna win this game. So LAFC's goals comes in the 91st minute. Six minutes of injury time added. Seven minutes, I think. And then, of course, with the goal celebration, you have to add another minute or two. Here's the thing. Before that goal, the Galaxy looked like they were, like I said, Galaxy took momentum back. LAFC thought, we won this game. This is a queer wedding. Okay. Weird. Uh, very weird. Um, <laughs> Dayon scores his golazo. We regain momentum. We uh, assume that LAFC is just going to roll over and die. Like, that is just like a shot to the heart that we were able to tie this up. And the Galaxy, once again, holding possession, they were on that side of the ball. They weren't, again, not creating a big chance. They didn't, uh, didn't make the goalie make a save or anything. But you know that they were there throwing balls into the air. They were basically on the front foot. We had them on the ropes, and we were getting ready to at least attempt to land the knockout punch. 
And this is where the sequence begins on LAFC's goal. Raheem Edwards whiffs on a kick, completely whiffs the kick. In doing so, LAFC has a counterattack. I forgot who, who, who recovers the ball. But Edwards gets to that ball. He gets to that, that, that kick to wherever it was, is intended. He was trying to get to some other guy on the line. We were there. Like, basically, we had them on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Edwards completely whiffs his kick. He tries to recover. He does it. LAFC has the ball. It's going the other way. That's what eventually leads to the corner kick, which eventually leads to the goal. So um, you could argue that, again, you had all the momentum. You were ready to go. And, again, one mistake right there. Now, all of a sudden, you have a good counter. Second mistake. Sega, what are you doing, bro? You had no reason to kick that ball out for a corner kick. You had all the – you had the position. You had him completely blocked out. You could have let that ball roll out of bounds, go kick, start all over again, right? You would still have momentum. At this point, if it wasn't already, the pressure's still on LAFC. Um, They um, need to win this game. Like, you restart, do it again. You have time, and as we've said already, if we go into extra time, it's like, dude, I think momentum's with us. We're not supposed to go into extra time. LAFC was supposed to win this game 2-1. to We came back with a golazo. We could win this game. Two mistakes on the same sequence. Dude, it, it, you're going to get bit, and that's exactly I, what happened. Uh, first first of all, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the VAR check to come in. On from this, on, from on what? This, on this take. Um, I'm waiting for the Bobby VAR to come in. Because the because the last time I brought up because the last time I brought up a mistake that a player made that led to another play that led to another play that led to a penalty kick because that happens to I got called on it that's what soccer is Um, that's what soccer is uh, to me it's just ridiculous but I understand what Lewis is saying but yes Raheem did actually recover there was three defenders on that guy they came in they got the ball somewhere around that sequence they lost it again on the other side yeah. It was. That's, it was so, the, so that, the so that, so that, that was the corrected. The right. original mis- the original mistake with Raheem that was corrected, and then something else happened on the other side of the field, leading right. to Sega allowing the ball to go out. Which right. I'm not sure what was going on in his head. I don't know if he was. Yeah, I don't he know. Just what's... like in his head said, "Oh wait, you know, we touched it last, like or something, you know, like or or I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. But I think um, he got nervous because he saw the guy run oh, rounding the corner. Yeah, he was. He very saw the guy rounding the corner. Remember, remember. Before the Nashville game, I mentioned that this team does not have experience in the playoffs. The 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 player that I think has the most tenure with the Galaxy are what Julian Araujo and and Efrain Alvarez. Yes. Um. So that, as maddening as it was, looking back on it with a little more clear eyes, I'm like, well, that's that's the lack of experience. Um, I don't think Sega makes a mistake like that again. Unfortunately, that mistake is now, you know, gonna be. But also, a, a what was the communication with him and Bond? Because they're right next yeah. to each other. You, you know, yeah, they were so, yelling at each other or something, so, or someone but, but, was but, being vocal. Uh, a I lot of Bond were, was just standing we, there. We, before we get a little bit too much into into that, um, the 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 mistake that that Bobby, when the ball switches over to the other side, for me, the mistake starts with Julian Araujo. He overcommits on a play, on a ch- or on a challenge 
for me, it's more about containment at that moment. In that moment of the game, again, experience, in that moment of the game, in that situation, rather than try to, you know, get in and, and get the ball away in an in a aggressive way, you contain. You, you, you try to minimize as much as possible and see the clock out. You slow them down rather than try. Because he's, Rahul's trying to spring a counter. And he overcommits on a play, and which leads him to have to kind of come back a little bit. By then, the ball is gone. The ball is down down the end line um, towards Sega, and that's when he's shielding out, and that's when he panics and kicks the ball out. But I mean, it's you know you can point to any any one thing that leads up to that moment where Sega just loses his his brain for a moment, and. It's it's it really speaks to the experience of being in the MLS playoffs. Um, you know they they messed up. It was a, it was a you know it was a dumb mistake as as you guys were saying. I do I really do feel like the Galaxy could have shifted shifted the momentum into extra time. I mean we had Dejan on the field at that point, so there was plenty of time for some magic. Oh yeah. To be honest, um, the guys didn't look that tired. They looked like they were ready to go. There were there were some guys that were very tired, but not um, not as much I, as LAFC though. They were they were getting really heavy leg, man. Um, I feel I, like I, I think I, 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 I feel think, like Fanny's subs didn't do them any favors. All right, let's go ahead and talk about that because I'm glad you did. Because if we're going down the road of okay, who do we blame on this and who do we blame here and who do we blame here overall? This is probably what cost us the game. Uh, it's kind of a, a big generalization, but ultimately the coach is responsible for what happens. Let's go ahead and talk about the subs because after, I am after after the week of defending Kevin Cabral, and no, I started thinking about and, and, and no, I started no thinking about no, Vanny did Greg Vanny defended oh, the hell well, out of him. Okay, but here's the thing with that: I I, I did not. Get upset there because that's what a coach is supposed to do. He's supposed to defend his players. You know, the fans are getting on the on the players' case. They went I expect... out of their way to do it. They kept harping yes. on it. There I was know. like three different I... press conferences where they brought that I... up. Yes. So listen, and I... listen, I here's the thing. And, and and here's here's my take. You know, I know a lot of people got all pissy about booing your own player when he comes on the field and blah blah blah. I you know I disagree. When I see him come in. And if I boo or if I moan or if I, you know, roll my eyes or whatever, I'm not rolling my eyes at Kevin Cabral anymore. It's not it's not that Kevin Cabral is coming in. Sorry. Let me say this. It's not directed at Kevin Cabral. Those boos are probably directed somewhat at Greg Vanny for making the decision to bring in Kevin Cabral, knowing what you get out of him. So he even said it after the game. Still a little. Kind a little column A, a little column B. And he kind of still kind of defending Cabral. He brought in Cabral to try and stretch out the field a little bit. And then he brought in Victor Vasquez, knowing that we had started <laughs> to lose control of the midfield. And he was trying to get control back of the midfield. And he even said it. It was not successful. It wasn't. And he, okay, so here's the thing. First off, I expect Greg Vanny and everyone in that organization to stand by his players and and their teammates. That's not going to surprise me. Sure. What I will say that here is, this is what you say on the camera. This is what you say to the public. This is what you say on the record. 
right? Behind closed doors or in his head, I hope something different is going on. Honestly. Um, obviously, yeah, and I he, tend to believe he truly believes the words he's speaking. Um, I Again, I don't know what's going to happen in the offseason. A lot of people are really hoping that Kevin Cabral is bought out, loaned out, you know, just off the team. He's obviously not MLS caliber. Um, he's not going to give us anything more than what he has given us. This is something that you hope and – you know, I, I use that term very loosely that, you know, Greg Vanny and the organization understand that we fucked up on this one. We saw something that wasn't there. We saw a potential that obviously is not going to be realized. And we, we need a we pretty much we overestimated. Yeah, I guess overestimated lead to or not even the lead, just the player, the player itself. We saw something in the player and that was it. And we messed up. It didn't work out. Not every signing. I don't care how, you know, every other, you know, team in the world that a good team in the world that has scouts, they'll get it wrong sometimes. It's, you know, that's just the way it is. You're not going to hit a home run with every signing. So um, it didn't work out. You cut your losses, right? If Greg Vanny is talking about MLS Cup next year, he has to – I really want to believe that. He has to understand that this does not include Kevin Cabral. This does not include playing with a team that is down two designated players, mm-hmm. right? Like He has to know that I fucked up here. Imagine what I could do if I actually had a competent DP, if I had a competent winger, exactly what I wanted the, – the, the system that I want to play. And now that I have – the midfield that I won, you have a traditional number 10 that works well in MLS. May not work well in like some of the top leagues in the world, top teams in the world. You can't, you can't play that style anymore. It's a completely different level. But in MLS, it works. You just need that one guy. We've seen it like everywhere, whether it's Puj, whether it's Piotti, whether it's Valeri. Like there's always that one guy. He's the guy. Well, Puj is the guy now. It works. So now you got to complement around. And if you want to have that three, four, five-headed monster, like you need the wingers. And Cabral isn't it. Casa isn't it either. I kind of feel that Casa is going to return. Um, I, I'm not really sure that this is something that they want to do, but I, I think it's easier for them to eat up. Because I know you can't buy out two players. I think you can only buy out one. Mm-hmm. So so I think it's like, well, Casa's only here for one season. And Cabral is still here for another three. We need to get rid of Cabral. And I mean, you know, I think you can loan him. I think you might be able to loan him out, and you're still I, on the hook yeah. You're still on the hook for, for the, his for salary, right? But you know, but you that need to get him. Doesn't matter to AEG. No, it doesn't. But you know, you. My my point is is that I hope that again in front of the cameras, defend your player. That's what a coach is supposed to do. Defend your player. But behind closed doors, you got to be thinking. We got to get rid of this guy. Like we're not going to move forward with this guy yeah. on the team, right? So that's what I'm hoping for. That's why the offseason is going to be really interesting because, again, there's a lot of rumors already being swirling around, whether it's Luis Suarez, whether it's Cristiano Ronaldo, um, whether it's just, okay, maybe it's just another Tam winger. We need a guy on the wings to make this freaking work, right? Um, so, 
you know, if he's talking MLS Cup, I can't imagine that Kevin Cabral is in those plans. So um, I have no problem with the coach defending him. Um, you know, being pissy about, you know, booing a player, I don't understand that either because that is how you show displeasure. That is how you, sh- you know, you show the, the that guy that we're not approving with what you're doing. I don't care. Like you're, you're, you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, I think we said this as well many times throughout the season. Vanny mentioned it as well. If he wasn't a DP, maybe wouldn't we wouldn't be so harsh. And he's correct, uh, but he is. So he carries that with him. Um, again, that isn't his fault. Um, that is the people who signed him and the people who gave him that contract. Um, that's somewhere where I can say, yeah, this isn't Kevin Cabral's fault at all. Why is he going to say, no, coach, I, I don't deserve this much money. You know, so, um, but, you know, I, I, I'm perfectly okay with someone. As long as it's deserved, I'm perfectly okay with booing him. And then I just thought it was really funny that everyone all of a sudden, okay, let's go ahead and support Kevin Cabral because, you know, like, like the people who said, like, you think that's going to help him? And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's been two years we were trying to support him. That hasn't <laughs> helped him then. Mm-hmm. It's going to help him now? Like, are you guys fucking like, you know, short, like long-term memory loss? I get it. I'm pretty sure it's a really horrible memory to have, but you think all of a sudden he's going to be like really, really good because, hey, let's all get behind him. We were all behind him for, you know, a good portion of the two years that he's been here. So, no, he's not just going to magically get good. Yeah, boo the shit out of him. I don't care. (laughs) Do your thing. Um, And of course, you know, nothing happened. And of course, everyone else after is like, okay, game's over. Let's just, you know, fuck a brawl. I'm like, dude, that should have been the case to begin with. Um, Anyways, so he comes into the game. He does nothing. Um, he replaces Costa, who again I started. I think he started to pick up after you know the first you know twenty minutes or so. But you know, I even text you guys. I go, "Why is Cabral coming in so early?" And Bobby's like, well, "I don't see that yet." And I'm like, "No, he's, he's he's getting ready to come on. He's 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 on the sidelines. He's, re- he's ready to go." And sure enough, he comes in very very early. Um, in fact, after I had texted you guys, it took another four minutes for him to actually come on. So he was already ready to go. Um, he's brought in very, very early. You usually don't see him until like the 70th minute. So to bring him in that early was just very odd. Um, and then Victor Vasquez, another head scratcher, because here's a guy that we haven't even seen play in the last, what, three, four games that I can recall. Am I wrong on this? We haven't seen no. Victor Vasquez come have, in, right? Uh, no, no, no. Didn't he come in? I think he came in against Nashville. Did he come I, in against I, Nashville? I, I feel like he did. But, I mean, whatever you get out of Victor Vasquez, you get that, you know, five, tenfold out of Ricky Pooch. Even after, you know, 85 minutes or whatever. Or when did he come in? In, like, the 70th? Who? Uh, Vasquez. Vasquez? He came in... Might have been the seventieth. Um, I'll double check right now. Well, uh, yeah, six no sixty-eight. How, sixtieth yeah, minute. No matter how tired Ricky Pooja is, I think you still get the same amount of speed and energy from a fresh Vasquez that you do out of a tired Ricky Pooch. Um, and sure. and you lose I mean, and you lose a defensive. Um, yeah, you know, you lose some of that defensive presence. The bite. but that was, but that was one of the things that we were talking about. I think during the Nashville game, where we said, you know, it was it was one zero, and then you put in, I believe it was Efra, and then Cabral came in, and we're like, 
yeah. So, but but that's the but like the whole point of me is like, okay, do you want to score another goal or are you trying to protect the lead? Because you're giving up defense by putting Cabral in there. You're giving up defense by putting Alvarez in there. And if you take out who else are you going to take out? You know, if you take out Chicharito, you probably put Dejan in, which again, it's not defensive. Uh, you're not going to take Ricky Puja because he's the one that's controlling your midfield. You don't want to take out Brugman, who's kind of like one of those glue guys where like, nope, he's good for you defensively and offensively the same way Mark Delgado is. So the way like this team is built, you can see obviously that A, there's no depth and B, you know, Vanny is kind of stuck with what Skeloto had in that he didn't want to make subs. Like, well, who are you going to sub in? Like, who's a game changer? Who who are you confident enough to come in uh, to say, okay, we're going to put this guy in and we're going to, you know, kick it up a notch or at the very least stay competitive. There's not going to be a huge drop off. I think in this case, same thing. Like, Efra can have a good game, but it's so far in between that you don't expect it. And then there's Cabral. Who else do you put in? Once you settled that Costa and Grand Sierra were your starters, who are you going to put in to like create chances? Those are your two options. And further down the list, guess what? It is Victor Vasquez. Vanny had really no choice here. Now, the timing of the subs definitely is, is something that, Wait, that, be, that can be very, very critical. Uh, you can honestly, be very critical of. Honestly, I don't think... I'll ever say this in in any other situation, but I think I would have had would have rather had Alvarez in there than than Vasquez. I, I and again, I think in this situation, I agree. Um, he would not have controlled the midfield if that was his his uh, his intention. Bringing in Alvarez, if we if we were to co- like later on say oh, I brought in Alvarez, it didn't work out because I tried to control the midfield. We'd probably be saying the same thing. What the hell were you thinking? Alvarez was not going to control that midfield. But if you were looking for another scoring threat another scoring opportunity again it might have been a far in between but kind of like victor vasquez he can probably pick a defense apart but he's not being consistent about it anymore and same thing with alvarez he's probably going to be able to get that pass or take that shot and if this was a game where the galaxy could not get in the box and you needed those outside shots to go in efro provides that for you should he get one on target but you know, I, I again, it goes into the lack of depth, and it goes into just you know, you're kind of handicapped. There is a big drop off when it comes to your subs um, that you currently have. So again, if you're looking at a to do list, you can add that one as well. You need to add some depth. Um, you need to come in and say, look, there's going to be a drop off, but it's not huge, right? Because when you bring Cabral, okay, we're playing with ten men. You bring an Efra, hmm, are we waving the white flag then? You know, like it, it, like that's what these subs kind of go, you know, go for. Then there's Sasha, where it's like, all right, dude, like, <laughs> you know, we were critical of bringing in. Uh, what game was it when you brought in Sasha and Vasquez at the same time? What game was that? And then we just like fucking lost it. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, dude, you're handicapped. There's nothing else here. So, in a way, Vanny was like, okay, what do I do? I think you're critical of. The situation where it's like, okay, you brought on Cabral way too early, and just the Vasquez one was like, there was kind of no need for that one. That was probably a situation where uh, Efra was probably better suited, and he had more minutes under his belt leading up to that game. He was probably more, you know, ready for it than say Vasquez was. Um, and then you took out, I believe he took he take he took out 
Casa is and put in Williams. Yeah. Um, and and I think someone had said in that third goal that was Williams' man. I think. I, I feel, don't yeah, but I feel like Casares was so dead at that point. He was tired. I think he, he was, was tired. tired. Yeah, I think that was one of the ones where you know uh, you probably should take him out because he's tired. But in this situation where it's like, well, had he been in there? Well, who knows? Yeah. You know, it's just, um, yeah. So the, the, the subs were a little baffling. There's obviously something that can be, uh, we can be critical of any of. I certainly am. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I don't necessarily, I, I guess if I had to blame that one, you know, one person for the loss, I guess it could have been the subs. But, you know, we can go back and nitpick. We can go back and say, well, Sega didn't do this, and Edwards didn't do this, and Costa didn't do this. Right, but the offense didn't really create anything. We got kind of lucky with your, with our goals, right? Um, there were a lot of things, and, you know, stats aside, I still feel, again, I, didn't, I haven't rewatched it, but I still feel like it was anyone's game, right? I, I think momentum shifted in both directions. I thought this game kind of played out the way I thought it was going to be. I told, I told, um, when, leading up to the game and, uh, you know, people from work were asking me, how is it going to go? I go, you know what? It's gonna be a slugfest. You score, I score. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. That's how these games always end up. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's what, what it's going to be. And it's basically 50, 50, which is something that you would take if you're a galaxy fan, because two months ago, this isn't a 50, 50 game. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I, got to take those odds and you know and again the way the game played out it looked like exactly the way it was 50 50 um it could have went either way so um you know i i take that as you know it sucks losing and i'm not happy about it but i, I i'm hopeful that we have something to build on do i think we're mls cup contenders next year i guess that depends on what the offseason brings you know um if you're bringing in players that are going to be complementing the core that's already there because we have a core, right? You know, Williams is back. We know Sega's back. Uh, Caceres is done. He has an option. And yeah, that's up in the air. Ba- base, it's yeah. a team option, though. It's yeah, a team it, option, so yeah. we have the choice. I feel we like you bring him back. I feel that oh, we I should as well. Want him back, but yeah. he, is, he is going to be uh, in the World Cup, whether or not he plays is a different story, but he will be in, uh, in Qatar with Uruguay. So, uh, depending again uh, on how he plays there and you know, hopefully he doesn't get injured, but I think just the way he played in those games where he you know earned that starting spot, I got to feel like, dude, you got to bring him back. You know, um, that's just me. Even if it's just one year, you got to bring him back. Um, so, you know, you know, Araujo's probably gone. You're probably going to have to replace him. Um, Delgado's back. Puj is back. Brugman's back. Uh, Grant Sears still here. Costas, you know, I think, unfortunately, I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, Chicha's back. Um, Dayon might be on the way out, to be honest. I, I, if, if the Suarez rumors are true, uh, if the Galaxy don't want to let him go, I think Dayon's going to want to go. Um, I know that a team like, say, Chicago, Colorado, like you know, um, I think this is a case where he's probably going to go somewhere else and be the guy over there. Um, so um, it just depends on what pieces we're adding and subtracting in the off season. But I'm optimistic about uh, the way we're headed. Um, there technically was improvement <laughs> this season, albeit not the way we planned. But you know, um, 
So it, yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you saw this, Lewis, but um, Alex Ruiz um, was responding to a post that Josh made regarding the player salaries, and he listed the players who whose guaranteed contracts are up. Um, no, like no information on options or anything like that. But let me just run you down the list real quick. So Derek Williams looks like he might be he's his contract is up. Um, Jonathan Bond, uh, Jorge Viafania, who was apparently making four hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Remember Jorge Viafania? I bet nobody else does. Um, <laughs> Victor Vasquez, uh, Sega Kulabali, Casares, Nick DePew, Jonathan Klinsman. Uh, Johnny Perez, Cameron Dunbar, Jaylen Neal, Adam Saldana, uh, Eric Zavaleta, Sasha Kleschen, Carlos Harvey, and Daniel Aguirre. So now, not a lot of, you know, we, we talked about some of the players that, you know, you hold on to, like I said. It, these are the these are the ones that are out of contract. That are out of that are their guaranteed contracts are done. So they still That's have team options. I thought yeah. I thought. I thought Bond and Williams signed three years option. This might be the third. This is a two year plus one. Oh, I thought it was three years. So plus this one. would be this would be year three. So this is the plus one year. Um, mm. I, it, with that being said, I still feel like Bond. They bring Bond back. Um, yeah, I think he's, I think so, he's I think so a, too. A, a, a no very yeah. I think he's been a big upgrade compared to David Bingham, obviously. Um, I mean, you know, he did make some good saves down the stretch on that last LAFC goal. He did spill the ball, but I mean, you know, at that that shot at that range in that moment, like you know, it's hard to kind of fault him for for spilling the ball at that point, um, or or you know, being surprised and, and stopping a shot. Um, uh, it would be good to get Jorge Viafania, who was injured the whole season, off the book, so we can go and get a. Uh, uh, a decent left back um, to back up either to back up Raheem or, or to move Raheem no. to the bench. No, we, we have to, I mean, I, I kind of feel be, okay. This so, guy okay. Because, before, hold on, before, before you keep talking, just remember that Raheem Edwards is still on the bench. I mean, he's still on the team and uh, we don't pick up another left back. Chase Casper is our backup. So you need a left back. How, how, um, how what's chase gasper's contract like because um, i feel that okay so edwards started off really hot and then just tailed off in the second half and i yeah. think that he had moments here and there but ultimately i think he tried too hard to do things and his defense just really he really who started to struggle defensively um you saw in the nashville game that nashville was almost exclusively going to his side. Yep. Like it was hard. Chase Casper is on 375,000. But is he back next season? Yeah. Okay. Um, you need a left back. You do need a left back. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure if you move. I, I don't know if Edwards is, is on the way out or not. Is he coming back next he's, year? He's well, the team has the option. So I would probably decline that option, and then you go out after a left back, um, because again, I, I said you know, Edwards just made too many mistakes down the stretch. And sorry, sorry, you know, sorry, Williams. Sorry, Edwards is back next year. Uh, sorry, fucked. sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> we're fucked. So um, yeah, I'm not liking the left back situation right now. Um, so uh, I, I also think that as far as the right back, you know, you're gonna have to go look for a right back because it. Chances are Julian Rajo will probably be sold to a um, 
uh, another team, whoever yeah. that is. So it would have been it would have been nice to get Jalen Neal some time on the field against MLS competition to see how he would do at right back. But you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we did not have that luxury this year. Yeah, so you know, it is what it is. Again, we'll we'll get to another show as far as you know. Um, what they, what they need Lirudem. to do, what should do. Lirudem, why did we sign him? Yeah. Um, what, what he he's he's back next year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting that he did. Like, yeah. I actually forgot about that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I totally forgot about that guy. Wow. He must have insulted Mama Vanny. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get down into the you know the player stuff at an off season um, show, but. Look, I, I I think like you said, Lewis, they have a core, um, and I feel like they have something real to build off of, and I feel like this is something that that I'm looking forward to next year. I'm I'm more hopeful for next year than I have been in recent years. There's yeah. there's some big shoes that have to drop though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, and, and we'll talk. Like I said, we'll, we'll leave that to another show. We'll talk about uh, the to-do list. Um, obviously, the top one is Klein, uh, and that's obviously to be determined. Um, but um, I think you know all of uh, uh, Galaxy Land is on edge about about that, and so um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason. Um, and it starts with the front office because if you get a new front office there's going to be a new direction or at least there should be and uh, though there's still a core there you know that you might shake things up and so um yeah it's gonna be interesting but we'll cover that later on so all right anything else guys um no i don't i don't think so um other than you know our next game is against lafc at the rose bowl, <laughs> at the rose bowl. <laughs> yep um Prediction and uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be hot. Balls, balls and beers. <laughs> Start it off. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's 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 our next game that we really have to to look forward to. Um, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm excited for a full season of Ricky Pooge. Um, looking forward to uh, the rest of the, you know, watching as a spectator for the rest of the uh, the season of MLS. Austin uh, going to to LAFC for the Western Conference Final and then Philly hosting NYCFC. I think uh, we've been spared by getting a uh, not being able to get a final in the in a baseball stadium this year. I think if uh, I think there is no way for NYCFC to host um, should they make it to MLS Cup. So we there will isn't. not I know we will not see uh, MLS Cup final being played at a baseball stadium, which is fantastic. <laughs> Um, I know we'll have another show before next season, obviously. I'm sure we'll have another show before the end of the year. But uh, if not, you know, thanks for another season uh, listening to us. Really appreciate it. And uh, we hope you return uh, next season. We'll do it again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Episode 278. Saying goodbye, David and Lewis. Bye. Bye, guys. And this is Bobby. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 